Hello, welcome. And it's uh, episode five. We are half a decade through, if you will, um, into Truck Max Top 1000. Thank you for being here. It is a pleasure to be here myself. I have just finished work and I felt like making myself a uh, little podcast. And I'm in a, I was at a BP in fucking Heatherbrae and now I'm fucking lost, I'd say. I don't know where the fuck I am. Um, I thought I was at the exit and it would turn out I am not, but I think I'm approaching it now. Uh, yes, episode five, 960 to 951, which means at the end of this episode we'll be halfway through the 900s, the most anticipated of the countdown. And there's a little bit going on. Uh, there's a few big ones coming up today, I would say. Um, as I always say, there's always big ones coming up. But this episode, it is a little bit rushed. And in that I mean I've only written down the songs and the artists for the 10. I haven't written down the year or the album or the stream in streams. Because I was literally just sat in my car at BP and did it. I just felt like I could do this today. I felt like this is going to be the one. Um, but I'm also making a quick pit stop at Kmart, so I felt I'll have a little bit more time than usual. Uh, Easter Saturday, this one is, and I'll tell you what, I was just at work, did a double shift, 12 to 8, and it was fucked. Everyone is out and about for Easter, so that's good to see. Uh, double pay, thank you very much. And I'm heading home now for a nice, quiet sleep. I've got to do an assignment tomorrow. Get this. 10% assignment, so I'm already thinking I don't want to try too hard, because it's not too difficult. 2,000 words! Only give me fucking 2,000 words for a 10% assignment. Are you kidding me, mate? Fuck me. Usually 2,000 word assignments are 50% and no more, no less. <coughs> um, but yeah, that's my plans for tomorrow, Easter Sunday. Spending it well. Happy Easter to you all. Hope you're having a beautiful weekend, or you did have a beautiful weekend by the time you hear this. And then Monday, the best of British... Radio X Top 100 of all time. Oh, I've been looking forward to this day for so long. So many good songs on that one. If you're not aware of it, 8pm till 4pm, 4am in Australia here. I think it's 12 to 8 over there or something. Uh, there's a countdown of Radio X's Best 100 British Songs that you can vote for. And we did it last year on House Party, me and a couple of my mates. Um, when House Party was the, the rage, all the rage, you, you'd get on there and you'd drink and you'd be on FaceTime, basically, with all your mates. It's pretty pretty fucking easy to do. Um, back in quarantine when no one was allowed to do anything. So, um, it's a tradition now. We're going to do that every year and we've got an Airbnb booked and ready to go. So, exciting times, that one. And I'm looking forward to the, the idea that I have Monday off. So, that'll just be fun uh, for me. But, yes, some good ones coming up in that one. It's a lot of Oasis, a lot of Arctic Monkeys, a lot of um, Stone Roses and all that jazz. Bit of Queen, bit of, uh, you know, just some English music, really. So, that'll be a good one. And on the topic of music, the top ten for today. 960 to 951. feel like kicking it off would be a good start. Um, and... The opener here by a Australian band called Dear Seattle. Uh, the song is The Meadows, and that's 960. Just a great song. 
you know, and I, I feel like every episode is going to be me saying the same thing. Just I'll say the number, I'll say the band, say the, the song name, and then say it's a great one. But that's basically how it's going to go. The Meadows, dear Seattle, oh. Um, they're, I don't know, are they heavy rock? I don't know. I don't really know the distinguish, the, sting, the distinguishable features of what makes a band a different genre. But they're, you know, not indie surf rock. They're a little bit more aggressive which is a good thing if you are into that sort of gear. That's a quote from the great cricketer. Um, But yes, fuck being sad is the tagline from the Meadows. Think it placed in the hottest 100. Um, And yeah, that's a good song. I mean, (laughs) I apologise if I don't have much more to say about songs like that. But, you know, I don't feel a a lot more needs to be said. And I just mentioned Oasis, as they will be in the Radio X Best of British. They usually have about, you know, 15 songs in this countdown, so I'm assuming Monday will be no different. They'll have plenty of songs to listen to. And this next song is from a band that Liam Gallagher himself has, you know, taken under his wing. He's a big fan of the DMAs, Australian, I want to say Melbourne band, uh, indie band from Melbourne, um, and look, they don't look flattering, you know, their flannelette shirts and Nike hats and stuff, they look like they could be a little bit how you going on the Melbourne train station, but they make some really good music, it's the DMAs, and they do have a bit of an Oasis sound, for now is 959 from the same uh, named album, I think, I think it's called for now, that could be wrong. But this one definitely sounds oasis-y. That's a word. I've made it up, but it is a word. I would say that this one sounds more or less like an Oasis song than some of their other stuff. I know that he's a big fan of them, Liam Gallagher, but this song actually could be an Oasis song. The start of it, for sure, I actually would have guessed that it is. Um, But nevertheless, I think anyone that's getting some hype from Liam Gallagher is probably going to be a band to look out for. Um, He doesn't seem to... I don't see him getting too active with bands these days other than the DMAs, but he did have them on his tour, I think, when he was touring. They were the support act, so good for them. They deserve it. They've got a few coming up a lot later, maybe a few in between then. But the DMAs, I've seen them plenty of times live and they always steal the show. They're very good three lads with their guitars um, and their their cover of Shur's Believe is also very good. I think that one's probably in the realm of the best Like A Versions ever just because of the way they did it. You know, it's it's a sort of a dance song, Shur's one, but this one they haven't made a dance song at all. It's very, very good though, Believe. And the DMAs, another Australian artist, as I said, um, another Triple J um, you know, favourites love to be on there and they love to get played on there, I'd say. Triple J just love putting that one on. Their last album, I don't even think I've listened to every song on there, to be honest with you. I've listened to a few, of course. Probably mostly the singles, but I don't know. I think that their the For Now album is definitely their best. Um, that's up for debate, I'd say. You can disagree with that if you'd like to, but I would say that's their best album. Maybe Hill's End, that one's quite good as well, with Timeless and so on. Um, 
but the DMAs, yeah, good for them, 959, and, uh, you know, I hope that you are really enjoying these 950s, these 960s, and so on, the ones above, because if you don't enjoy those songs, I won't see you at episode 100, I don't think, I think you'll have given up by then, so if you haven't given up, beautiful, let me know, episode 5, about 10 minutes in, I would say, I'm not actually too sure, I haven't even looked at the time, uh, eight and a half minutes in, so, um, nevertheless, if you've got to ten minutes in episode five, maybe you do care about the 950s, and that's good to know, so 959 was born out by the DMAs, and I can't read my own writing, oh, this one's a good one, very popular pop song, Budapest by George Ezra come out a couple of years ago, I think from his debut album, the British singer-songwriter, I guess you would say, very deepish sort of voice, Um, My House in Budapest, My Little Treasure Chest, Golden Grand Piano, something else that he says, Um, George Ezra came out with an album last year, 2020, and I remember specifically Nick, my mate, telling me that Shotgun on that album would be a huge hit. And credit to Nick, it was. So much so that at Bush, when I used to work there, that's all they wanted to play, and it makes my ears bleed now. When I first heard it, I thought it was really good, and then the 113th time I heard it at Bush, I thought, you know what? George Ezra could disappear tomorrow, and I don't even think I'd be upset. Maybe that's a bit cynical, a bit sinister, but... It was played that much, but it is still, I mean, I can appreciate why it's a good song. Well, Budapest, on the other hand, I do like that one. Very poppy, uh, was very popular at the time that it came out, probably in the realm of a couple hundred million streams. I don't have that information readily available on me, but that would be my guess and have a couple hundred million streams. Um, So good for him. Um, You know, one of those guys just seems to break through and just take the world by storm that album, um, I'm not sure what the album's called, I don't think I've ever listened to that album on full, but um, it is a great album, who's this P-Player that's trying to fucking show off to me, I'm not sure, but I'm sure he'll overtake me by doing more than a speed limit in about 15 seconds, maybe less, or is he slowed down, he seems to have slowed down, anywho, George Ezra, Budapest, good for you bro, 958, um, you won't be saying Shotgun in this countdown because it makes me upset, that whole song. So, nevertheless, <coughs> good for him. And I will say that I've no problem putting popular songs in. I know I've probably mentioned that before, but I do not have any problem putting songs with a lot of streams in because when I hear them, if they don't sound immediately poppy and like they are, you know, sound similar to every other song that you hear, then I'm probably going to like it, and I do like Budapest, and I liked it before it was a massive number one, I don't even know if it was number one, I would assume that it was, but I do like it, and you're allowed to like pop songs, that's why they're so popular, I think everyone seems to like them, Uh, but Budapest, um, there was another one on that album, album, is it Barcelona, I don't know, but yes, that's 958, 957, you guessed it, it is another appearance for Hockey Dad, I think that they have a little bit of a break coming up between their this album and some of their other ones because in this state, 
um, is probably my second favourite from the Brain Candy album, and I, oh no, it'd be third, because I'm pretty sure there's two more from this album to come, um, but In This State, I think, was also another single. I specifically remember this song because Zach from Hockey Dad live-streamed it during quarantine, and he was wearing a cowboy hat, and he sang it on Instagram Live, and I just enjoyed it. Um, because there was no drums or bass or electric guitar or whatever, it was just an acoustic version, so I had no idea what song it was. It ended up being this one. I do sort of prefer the cowboy acoustic version, but that's okay, you can't have everything. Um, but yes, in this state, Brain Candy, Hockey Dad, 2020, there's a lot I can say about them, but there's no point because they've got about 25 million songs to come. And this was one of them, 957, I want to say. Um, and, you know, for the most part, Hockey Dad can basically release whatever and I'll just enjoy it. But, you know, there's something to be said about an album that can be released last year and half of it comes into my fucking top 1000. Um, maybe that says a lot more about me than it does about the music, but... Um, I am already excited about doing next year's 1000 because I just have a feeling there'll be a lot more diversity in next year's countdown. Um, running through these songs now, I sort of realise that there's a lot of the same sort of sounding music, which is probably fair enough because you listen to one sort of music and <coughs> everything else sort of is very similar. But for me... I've really realised, speaking about them every episode, that it's all sort of the same thing, because I'm saying the same sort of stuff about everyone. A lot of the Wombats, a lot of the Hockey Dad, DMAs and other Australian indie acts that are just, you know, obviously very good. But I can, I can probably come up with something better. Oh, excuse me. Maybe the best of British will help, help me find some... Um, old British songs that are, you know, right up my alley, possibly not, who knows, maybe I'll just get more Oasis in next year, that might be the way, but, you know, I like my hockey dad, you know, that's fine, so, give me, give me a break if you, if you don't enjoy listening to me talk about the same band every time, um, speaking of which, it is a first appearance for 956, one of Cooper's favourite bands. I wouldn't even call them a band. They're an electronic duo. The Brothers of Disclosure. Coming in at 956 from their album that isn't settled. Is it Caracal? The one with the fucking ball or whatever it is on the front. Willing and Able with a guy called Coabs. I think he had a FIFA song. I'm not too sure. It sounds familiar enough that it would be a FIFA song where I've heard him. But Willing and Able is 956, and I'm partial to an electronic song. I think we all are. Um, if there's a nice little little drop or a nice little drum and bass situation going on, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a slice or two. And Disclosure are, you know, sort of kings of doing that. They absolutely feed the drum and bass and the drop. And Willing and Able, I just really like that one. From an album that has a lot of good songs on it, of course. Um, but it's not settled in terms of the, the greatness of each song on there. But I still do enjoy Caracal. I want to say it's Caracal. It's probably Charachal or something. 
pronounced differently. Um, but disclosure with willing and able. And I haven't seen disclosure live, but they have a lot more songs than I would have given them credit for. I didn't realise they had so many. Um, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I've, I've just recently discovered, sort of when I was doing the shortlist, I thought I'd give Disclosure a bit of a run, just out of instinct, just to see if I was going to know some of their music. And it turns out I did. So they've got a lot more coming up than I would have thought when I first predicted my thousand. I would have given it two or three, but I think they've got a few more than that. So, um, you know, get around a bit of Disclosure. Uh, my drum and bass sort of electronic situation isn't as um, abundant as some of the other genres getting around, but that's okay. You can't have everything, so that's that's going to be um, what do you call it? 956 is willing and able, and of course that brings us into 955 which is RNP by Corday and Anderson Pack. Um, I do believe his name was YBN Corday, but I think he's changed that now. From the album The Lost Boy, which is a very, very good hip-hop album. If you've not heard it, please do yourself a favour. It's very good. I do enjoy that album. He's got a few ones on there that do pop up later. But this one I think I heard from a live performance that they did. I think I read about it on Reddit, or maybe it was a suggested thing on YouTube, or maybe it was on Instagram or Facebook. One of the social media platforms that I am a member of. Their duet performance, RNP, Anderson Pack, and YBN Corday. And they were switching up the flow on one of the verses, or they were switching up whoever was doing I don't know, I mean, I don't know the fucking term for rappers doing that. But the verse was both of them at the same time, like, swapping lines, which is pretty cool, and I remember distinctly enjoying that, so I thought that I would give it a listen a bit more, and lo and behold, it is in my 1,000, so good for them. Um, Corday, I haven't heard too much about him, but I do remember this album coming into my life at some point, probably Spotify recommended, but even then, I don't even listen, I don't even look at that as much as I should, I think I really should listen to that a lot more, because it has led me in a lot of good directions, and (coughs) I am sure that if I persisted with listening to that more regularly, even just just shuffling my Discover Weekly every week, maybe I would find a lot of songs, and I'm sure that I will, throughout the year, throughout my next venture into the top 1000, I'm sure that over the next 12 months, I will have shuffled a lot, and it would have been in there at some point, all these songs, but um, for now I haven't been, for now every time I go to listen to music I record one of these podcasts instead, so maybe it's your your fault, all zero of you that have been listening to these, because at the moment I haven't even released them, so um, maybe, in, maybe in like two weeks when this comes out I am the biggest podcast in the world, and Joe Rogan has interviewed me, but maybe not, there's no way of knowing, Um, but any whom, I have pulled up at Waratah Kmart, and I am going to pull in, so I will call this episode off for now, and pick it up right where I left off, um, at 955, which was, of course, Willing and Able, no, RNP, 
by YBN Corday, or no, not YBN, sorry, just Corday and um, Anderson Park. I'm trying to find a park, and it's very difficult to find a park and talk at the same time. It's like when people turn the music down to drive, um, even though it's pretty funny, like, laughing about that. I don't think it's, like, a joke at all. I definitely do that all the time. It just makes sense. You just concentrate a little bit more. But anywho, as I said, I'll cancel it for now. You won't know the difference. It'll be back in about two seconds for you. But we are 20 minutes in, halfway, and then I'll pick it up when I'm driving home. But 955... Willing and Able was 956, 955, RMP, Corday and Anderson Park. Back with a bag. Like I never left, actually. Because to be fair, I didn't really. It just, it just seems like I left because I weren't shopping for myself. But in your eyes, I've been here the whole time. So I've just been at Came out. Oh, and the parking situation is dire. Someone's just. Some people just don't go into their designated lines. They don't drive far enough forward or further far enough back. So this reversing is just a pain in the ass. And I am complaining about the parking. And I have every right to because I am a tax-paying citizen who drives a car in a government-paid-for parking lot. Or some shit like that. Who knows? Any whom. 954. It's Some Minds by Flume with Andrew Wyatt. And you probably don't know the name Andrew Wyatt. But I can tell you one thing. You do know Mike Snow. The band that brought you Genghis Khan. The band that brought you that other one. Um, the, the one that was on FIFA. I can't remember what it's called actually. But Mike Snow, the lead singer, is Andrew Wyatt. That's why the name might not sound familiar. But the band... He sings for Should Be Familiar um, and Flume. His first appearance, one of a dozen of his good songs. But I will say this one, you know, sort of went under the radar for me. Maybe not in terms of popularity. I think it still plays fairly high in the 100, in the hottest 100 when it came out. But for him, that is nothing. If he doesn't make the you know, top 50, he's probably disappointed. Someone like him who has made numerous amounts of tunes over the years he's probably happy just to get in the top 40 anything else is maybe a disappointment for him so some lines I think was up there maybe it wasn't but um for me one of his more underrated tunes in terms of the fact that he is coming 954th or whatever um maybe it doesn't appear that way but I think that he has got himself a fair chunk of um (coughs) good songs over the past and for me, this one is right up there. So, maybe not placed as high as my words say that it could have. But, you know, he has a lot coming up. Um, but maybe at the same time, I would say, maybe he doesn't have a lot coming up. He probably could have had a lot more. That's probably one for me to consider later. I think he had a lot in the shortlist. But compared to what's actually made it in the end, maybe not. So maybe that would be one for me to consider next year. How much did Flume make? Is it is it is it sort of a um, mood determined situation? You know, am I am I needing to be in a good mood for him to make it in thousand? Possibly. But I do like Flume. Harley, as he's known, um, has a lot of humorous Instagram posts. 
and you know for me one of those guys that somehow is just on the lineup for Coachella as a headliner and it's just you forget that he was ever a 21 year old DJ that was just doing shit in his room <coughs> he's like Australia's biggest export and fair enough everyone likes his music but yeah he was at Coachella he was also at um, that Burning Man and ate someone's ass and then posted about it on the next day on his Instagram like he's just a legend man everyone loves Flume um so he's 954 with a song called Some Minds and yeah Andrew Wyatt Mike Snow I do like Angus Khan I do like Mike Snow so um good for them to be collaborating it's a a nice collaboration that I would never have guessed from the Swedish pop trio lead singer that is what he is there's no disputing that claim but nevertheless 954 we crack on we get another one in we get another two in after that because that is the last four songs of the episode it's dead weight by the grogans coming in at 953 and the grogans are playing in newcastle very soon in may and i have the chance to go and i probably will be going because i do like the grogans but i've never seen them before and dead weight is a new one off their new album day to day which, as I have spoken about before, is very good. Um, and they're just going to end up having so many more songs in this countdown than I would have ever thought when I first started listening to them. Um, I just seem to like their music. I think they're the long-lost cousin of Spacey Jane and Hockey Dad as well, and they're just a good bunch of guys. They have a lot of really easy listening sort of tunes, and they've got a few ones that come a little bit higher than I ever would have thought as well. So... Um, good stuff for them Um, I hope that their live act is as good as I have my expectations for Um, and Deadweight you know the Grogans are sort of in that same category as Catfish and the Wombats where I don't know the song when I first hear the title (coughs) but I did listen to Give Me A Try by the way and it's the one that's like ah 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 like whatever at the start so I knew that sort of like Big Time Rush what a show by the way oh um, big time rush. I never really watched it all. I know that for f- for free. Like I can tell you that. I never really watched it, which is you know, that's fine. But I was a big fan of the Nickelodeon. Um, I guess you can call them sitcoms, but they're not really sitcoms. Um, they did have a live studio audience of people laughing, which is obviously fake as fuck. But. I was a big fan of iCarly and Victorious and Drake and Josh. I could get around them when I was 13. Um, but I was on TikTok the other day looking at hashtag iCarly, which is just, you know, I think I was in the bottle shop at the pub on a Sunday morning and there's just no one coming in. So like once you do all the work, you literally have nothing to do. So I was literally on TikTok on hashtag iCarly giving that a run and there was a lot of good stuff on there and it just reminded me then when I heard uh, the uh, 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 of Big Time Rush which led me to iCarly but man fucking Gibby bro what a guy what a character him and Spencer carried that show on their back for the entirety of the fucking thing Um, and you know I think they're doing a reunion but without Sam which is just ridiculous I don't know how you can not have the main character in there but I'm sure they'll do whatever they can with it Um, and you know, I don't even know if I'll watch it. But I have read 
that the reunion for iCarly is going to be aimed at people like us or me who watched it when we were kids. Like, it's going to be targeted towards people 20 years old now. So, I don't know. Maybe that could be really good. But, um, yeah, no Sam. Um, and iCarly was a Nickelodeon TV show produced by the same people that produced Big Time Rush, I'm fairly sure. And Big Time Rush, the intro to that song sounds like the intro to Give Me a Try by the Wombats. Which I was talking about because I was talking about how I don't know any Grogan songs from the title. So that's how I got led on that tangent. If you're ever wondering why, that is why. So, yes, Deadweight by the Grogan's at 9.53. I am a big fan of their music. I'm a big fan of that album. I think that was a single before the album came out, but I'd never listened to it. And as I've said before, in Paul Macquarie, I listened to that album. On my last day before Prack, last day before I drove home to, um, well, I technically drove to my interstate trip, so I, my whole day, um, actually, I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but my whole trip in, um, my car ride home to, where did I go? I went to fucking some stupid town past the Golden Highway not even a town, it was a suburb, it was like a big Airbnb for like 30 people for our season trip, and I, my whole car trip from Port Macquarie to this place was like three and a bit hours, I listened to every Grogan song, like, I was dedicating a lot of my time and my drives to podcasts and to, you know, um, a range of different stuff, and I had asked the boys to give me some albums to listen to for that whole trip, so I'd have a lot to sort of get my, you know, I could a day, a day drive to Kempsey was 45 minutes, so if I could get an album out of that, you know, I would know a lot. So for me, um, listening to a few albums, I was more than happy to do that. Um, that people flashing me because there's a policeman, that's really appreciative of that, that's really great. Um, but nevertheless, um, we crack on. Just gonna, you know, quiet down a little bit. How are we all? Thank you for being here. Jeez, they just. They're all like that, aren't they? Nevertheless, what can you do? I just had four cars flash at me. So, thanks for that service, Australian drivers. Um, you know, I can appreciate that. I'll just do it for them. You're welcome, guys. Um, and <coughs> I can appreciate when people do that, but it is illegal, but that's fine, you know, drivers helping out drivers, I wasn't speeding anyway, because it's a fucking hill, I can't really go that quick up it anyway, but, you know, whatever, um, yeah, so I drove to my interstate trip listening to Hulk Grogan's situation, because I was so into their music, because I just listened to their new album the night before, so I gave myself permission to just listen to one band instead of albums. I didn't listen to any albums, man. I It comes up later when I have a lot of songs that were on my frequent drives. I used to drive, I was driving to Kempsey every day from Port Macquarie, 45 minute drive, which is a lot of time for um, sort of anything. You know, what can you listen to? My playlist, my like songs, some podcasts, a few things come up every now and then. So for me, I had a lot of time for albums, and I never really used it, which I probably should have. That would have been great. Um, and nevertheless, the Grogan's come in. 
and Dead Weight was one of those songs, and it's now come 953rd. So say what you will about that one. But it leads me, of course, into 952, which is a, you know, big number. Second last of the episode. We've nearly made it. They've had a lot of stoppages along the way. My first five episodes have been so stop-start. Maybe I'll get myself a little studio in my room and just record, you know, dedicate 40 minutes to recording every time and I'll have any interruptions and have, like, every bit of information I need for that episode right there in front of me. But where's the fun in the organisation? Surely you prefer me driving with the background noise of my car trying to navigate my way around fucking trying to not be dying while I'm driving and having an intellectual conversation about my musical top 1000. Should we prefer that than to the organisation of me sitting in a chair with every information I need? I probably will start doing that, it just makes more sense. But, I have enjoyed this thus far. Episode 5, very stop start. A lot of a lot of cutting and a lot of, you know, me just not speaking for periods of time because I'm in the middle of fucking doing something on the road. And I apologise for that. And if you've made it thus far, then maybe you don't care about any of that at all. But episode five, we've got two episode two songs to go, and I need to pick up this piece of paper and find the song. And unfortunately for me. Oh, I can't read in the dark as much as I would like to be able to. That would be my superpower, I think. Being able to read in the dark. Number 952. It's Slow Tie again. The Man of the Myth. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's not Grime, by the way. I think I looked that up, but he's definitely not the Grime artist. Well, I just went over a speed on there, so good luck with that. Um, yeah, not a Grime artist. Has been in Grime songs, but he himself, not a Grime artist. So I was right with that one. So give myself a bit of credit for that one. This one's definitely not a grime song. It's the one featuring Muramasa. It's Deal With It. See my mates, they my mates. They don't want to stay safe. I say we change. Or whatever it's like. That lyric. Sorry for butchering. Slow ties accent. Deal With It. And yeah, that's a good one. 952. Um, I think I can give Slow Tie a lot more credit now. His new album is very good. And I can see a few of them being in the shortlist next year and they might go all the way. Um, He's just burst onto the scene and going to run with it. That's great. I'm already enjoying the fact that there's definitely songs that are going to be in contention next year. It just means that season two of Truck Max Top 1000 will be drastically different. And I know this because even though I did the 500 and the 300, a lot of the 300 didn't make the 1000. And even quite a bit of the 500 didn't make the 1,000, even though there was a year apart between them. You would think that a song wouldn't drop 500 places to not make it at all, but I was wrong. But at the same time, you know, maybe that same song will get its, you know, reward when it comes into the 1,000 of 2022. Maybe it won't. But that's why I'm enjoying it, because there's songs in the 1,000 that definitely won't be in there next year, and that's not their fault. That's just the fact that there's new music that comes in every year, there's new music that I get exposed to every year. There's my Discover Weekly. There's albums that come out that I need to be familiar with. There's old songs that I've never heard before that need to become in my life. And so that's why I'm already keen for season two, even though I've only done five episodes of season one. But deal with it. Slow tie is your 952 
which brings us in to 951, which means we've done 50 songs so far, and I couldn't tell you one of them. I've forgotten all of them. I hope that I never know, I hope that I don't know this countdown off by heart, that people can ask me where to come, like, say, 631. Like, that's, that's, my, that's my fucking nightmare. That's when I know that I've got no time on my hands. I've got too much time on my hands. Part of me thinks that at the moment I'm just doing this out of a hobby, which I was, because I had nothing else to fucking do. Uh, maybe I could have exercised more. That probably would have been a good idea. I do feel like going for a run tomorrow, actually. I probably will, because I have nothing else on. Other than that assignment, which I'll be procrastinating. So, you know, it works for everyone. I will boost my mental and physical health by going for a run while also being a detriment to my own education by not doing the assignment. <coughs> Either way, we've got through 50, 49 songs so far this podcast, and it comes to number 50. And number 50 is another Kendrick Lamar song. If you aren't familiar with Kendrick Lamar, he's a rapper from America. And this one is called Money Trees from Good Kid Mad City. Pyrus and Crips all got along. They'd probably have me down, I don't know, by the end of this song. Saying that the whole city got against me every time I'm in the street. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that that song? I hope that's that song. That's what I think is that song. Um, that's that song. Yeah. Money Trees is the perfect place for shade. That's just how I feel. It's one of those or it's both of those. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, 951. I don't know how many streams this has because, as I said, I don't have the list in front of me. But this would have a few. Um, this was sort of the album for me that got me into Kendrick Lamar when I first heard of him. And this would have been one of the songs that I definitely caught my ear up there with swimming pools and backseat freestyle. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, Kendrick, this is one of the greater albums of our generation. And this song has a lot to do with that. So, Kendrick Lamar, second of the countdown, has a few more to come. I would have thought he would be my top rapper of the entire countdown. But you'll have to see if that is the truth. There are a few in contention. He's up there. Let's see if he's the number one rapper of the countdown. He does have a lot of good songs, but I will say for him that I didn't put a lot of damn in. Maybe I need to listen to damn a little bit more and give it some more credit. But <coughs> he is not in there as much as I thought maybe he would be. Nevertheless, Money Trees and Good Kid Mad City, 2014. I'm fairly sure that album came out. It might have even won the Grammy. No, it didn't. It didn't win the Grammy because The Heist by Macklemore won it and Macklemore apologised to Kendrick for winning because he just thought that he didn't deserve it. And Kendrick was like, don't be silly, bro. You won the Grammy. Congratulations. That's how I know it was 2014. But The Heist, Macklemore, oh. That dude owned the world for a little bit and he got, got rid of Ryan Lewis and then now he's just, I don't know, I haven't heard a bit from Macklemore in a while. Maybe he's still good. Maybe he's working really hard. I know he had a kid, so maybe that's got something to do with it. Anywho, that is 951. That is 960 to 951. We have completed this episode. I'll run you through it again. The Meadows, Dear Seattle, For Now, DMAs, Budapest, George Ezra, In This State by Hockey Dad, Willing and Able by Disclosure and Quabs, RMP by Corday and Anderson Park, Some Minds by Flume and Andrew Wyatt, 
953 was dead weight by the Grogans. Not deal with it by Slow Tie after that. And you just heard Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar. Thank you as always for being here on this lovely Easter Saturday. Hope you've all had an excellent podcast. I know I have. I'll see you all next time. Farewell.